Hello guys, uh, Happy New Year, welcome to 2023. This is episode 1 of season 3 of the Diary of a Bolka Billionaire podcast with me Martin Satando. You know, we've had two successful seasons so far. Season 1 was 2021 and we had an amazing year. 2022, I focused more on investing and teaching basic principles of investing. This year, I'm going to focus more on your review and the questions you ask me about various topics. If you ask me, I'm going to consider your, your reviews. Like What I'm going to record today is uh, from questions people ask me about investing in Rwanda and why I chose to invest in Rwanda. So I'm going to break it down and give uh, a few reasons why I chose to invest in Rwanda. This is my opinion. This is not a finite Suggestion: This is not a financial advice. This is the reason why I chose to invest in uh, in Rwanda, and uh, some basic things to consider when investing in Rwanda. So I'm going to go straight to the point, and I will uh, outline. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll outline the very reasons of why I invested in Rwanda, and then some things you have to consider. Uh, things to look for, the steps involved in getting a property in Rwanda. So today I'm talking about real estate because I bought a property in Rwanda in December 2022. So that gives me the opportunity to, to, to have a little bit of experience before, because before I bought the property, I uh, this last year, which was December, I went to uh, Rwanda in August 2022. So uh, over a year of uh, experience, because I had to get in contact with the people on the, on ground, find out from the attorneys, find out from the agents, find out from the brokerage, the brokerages, what is going on there, what is the future of investing in real estate in this country, and what are the potential benefits and disadvantages. So over uh, one and a half years of investigating and talking to people on ground, I finally went back in December 2022 and got a property there. And those who are familiar with this podcast would have heard about this uh, in my previous announcement. So some of some of you reached out to me and asked me, why did you invest in Rwanda? I want to invest in Rwanda too. So give us the reasons why uh, you uh, invested in Rwanda. So I wrote an email to most of you that asked. But I, I realized that the questions kept coming up and up and up so um instead of uh, i'm going to go through the email uh, and the points i wrote in that email that i sent to the people that requested for it so this is just going to be the email that i sent to people that asked and then because i realized that the questions were many so i'm going to just make it a general uh, episode for this uh, this month so next month's episode will also come from your reviews and the questions you're going to ask me so send your email uh, at the link attached. You're going to see the email, my personal email and the Grace Group email. Send us an email, napoleonmartins621 at gmail.com or gracegroupbrand at gmail.com. You will be attended to and we will look forward to getting the best question or the best review and then we will talk about that. So buying a house in Rwanda is a smart decision for those looking what, uh, to invest in a country with a growing economy. Uh, that has political stability and then is committed to attracting foreign investors. You know, the real estate market in Rwanda is on the rise and now is a perfect time to invest in a house for sale in uh, this beautiful country. Whether you're looking forward to buy a house for personal use 
or an investment or as for investment purpose, the opportunities in Rwanda in uh, the real estate industry are countless. The main reason, number one reason, why I I chose to invest in uh, in Rwanda or I chose to own a property in Rwanda is the country's strong economic growth. In, in over the uh, years, Rwanda has experienced uh, a GDP growth of around seven percent per year, which is one of the fastest growing economies in Africa. This has led to an increase in demand for housing and commercial properties, which in turn has driven up the, the prices of properties. This growth is expected to continue over the years, and then which will provide investors with potential for strong returns on their investments. The number two reason why I chose to invest in Rwanda uh, what, is the government's commitment to attracting foreign investors. The government has implemented a number of policies and initiatives aimed at making it easier for uh, foreigners to invest in the country, including uh, the simplification uh, of the process for obtaining a business license and providing tax incentives for foreign investors. These policies have created a more favorable environment for foreign investors, making it easier for them to purchase properties in Rwanda. And then uh, this one includes uh, the, 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 the revamp or the, the, the broader new laws, new lease laws, rental laws, which you know, gives a, a fortune up to 99 years to own a property. And this is very, very beneficial, and I am a benefactor of this. I Between the first time I went and the last time I went, there were many significant differences, making the process easier and smoother. The third reason why I chose Rwanda is because of the political stability, which is a very, very important aspect uh, to consider, or an important factor to consider for investors looking to invest in the country. The country has been peaceful since after the 1994 genocide of the Tutsi, and the government has been working to improve uh, the business climate, which is crucial for attracting international investment. This stability provides a sense of security, which is one of the things that I actually focus on for investors, knowing that uh, the investment is protected in a country with a stable political environment. You know, another advantage of buying a house in Rwanda, which is my very, very reason, which is my main reason, is I want to be part of the growth process. You know, the early investors in Dubai, in Dubai will be proud of how Dubai has become a global business hub. So I want to be part of this not just for the financial returns, but I want to be part of a country that is growing. The country that came out of the genocide and in less than uh, three decades is going to challenge countries that have been uh, independent, have been growing for years. And Rwanda is one of these countries. So I'm invested. It could be millions of dollars, but the little I'm doing, I'm proud that I was part of the country's growth and progress. That is the very main reason why I want to be part of this. The country is investing in infrastructure projects and is working on becoming a regional hub for trade and investment. This investment uh, will result in a number of opportunities for real estate development and investment in future as the country continues to develop. 
The volume of real estate is expected to increase, providing investors with the potential for strong returns on their capital. So, these are the very reasons why I chose to invest in Rwanda. The first one was because of the, uh, the economic growth. The second was the political stability. Uh, another reason being the, the, the demand of properties. And then the fourth one is I want to be part of this initiative. I want to be part of a growing economy. I want to be part of a country that grew from nothing to something. I want to be part of a country that is growing out of, despite the genocide, despite the discrimination, despite uh, everything that has happened in the last three decades, it is still growing and becoming a global hub. That is the main reason why I am considering, I consider investing in Rwanda and maybe you should consider investing in Rwanda. This is not financial advice. These are just my personal opinions on why you should invest in Rwanda. So what are the things? So the next thing I'm going to look at is what are the things to consider when you want to invest in Rwanda? And the first thing is to, uh, to get a reputable real estate company, get a reputable broker. There's, there's no brain about that. You've got to get a broker that is repeatable, that is uh, knows, that is knowledgeable, that know, understands the uh, uh, mechanisms, understands the whole country, understands the industry. That's what I did. That's why I went there personally. Some of you may not be able to go there in person. So, yeah, you uh, may have challenges. But uh, there's a, this website called Buy a House in Rwanda where you can get in contact with uh, agents and other people. So that is the first thing to consider. Get a repeat. In every country, there are always scammers. There are always liars. There are always people who are going to take advantage of you or going to increase agent fees and increase property prices just to cheat you. So if you're not going there in person, and uh, I think the best thing to do is to go there in person. Because as I'm going to mention the subsequent procedures, you must have to be there in person or send someone to the present. So the best thing is to get a repeatable broker. The next thing to consider, number two uh, thing to consider in your bucket list is the location of the property. This is very, very important. Because uh, properties that are in the capital, Kigali, are more likely to appreciate in, in price faster than those in, in the outskirts in other cities because Kigali is a uh, political hub, is a political office and the political headquarters is the capital of the country. Many people would want to consider staying there and then the prices of the properties are going to appreciate faster over time as compared to others in less desirable areas. That's one of the things you have to consider. We bought our property in the capital, Kibagabaga, which is a district in Kigali, 15 minutes away from the airport. From my personal experience, properties in the capital or maybe close to the airport, which are mostly res airport residential areas, are more like are always uh, more likely to appreciate in prices first because there will be development in those areas. So you should consider the location is very very important. Especially if you are not a long term investor, you want to always uh, go in and come out in the next one to two years. You might consider the location because that is very 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 crucial to uh, getting a house in Rwanda. The number th uh, three thing to consider, which is to look for the sales uh, or auctions of properties available, which you can check on Toboot and then houseinrwanda.com, right? 
or you can contact the agents as I said if you ask to look for the reputable agent. So the, the next step is to look for the agent and ask questions. Once you find the uh, reputable agent, you uh, find the location, you've got to look at the properties on sale in that location. This is the third procedure. You have to ask questions as much as possible. Try to find out, you know, and people are always there, very helpful people. They speak French, English and Swahili and they will be willing to help you. They are going to be very friendly and kind, even if you don't understand uh, much of the things they say. Well, most of the people don't understand either English, some don't understand French, some only speak Swahili. So it's going to be a language barrier, but there will always be someone to help you out. So ask as many questions you ask, and then try to find as many properties you can in that location that you want to buy the property. The number four step is to to uh, ask for the seller to present the proof of ownership. Okay, uh, at the house in Rwanda, you always check for all the, the relevant documents from the seller, so you don't have to worry about it. Ask for all the documents. Are you the owner of this property? Do you really own it? What is the proof that you own it? Ask for all the ownership documents. It's very, very crucial. The number five step to consider is you and the seller will now have to uh, make a uh, sales contract and you will be required to deposit some money maybe 10% of the amount required to buy the property or maybe it depends on the level of the negotiation right so you once you deposit the amount the next procedure which is number six is then or is it, uh, which is number six yeah number six is you and the seller will go to the local administration which in uh, in Rwanda they call the Yumering or the Yumeringe right oh uh, i'm not pronouncing it well but it's called the yumeringe so when you go to the local administration you are required to hand over some of your personal identification mostly your passport they will not take a copy they did not take my passport copy they wanted the original one which i provided and uh as well um you know they would you hand over that you are going to hand over the documents of the uh of the property and the the the, the the sales agreement and your personal identification, which is your passport, which they will require the original passport. And then the seller will also present the identification. And if it's applicable, the registration paper of the company of the seller. If the seller is not a, uh, an individual, but it's a company that owns the property, they are going to require the registration property, the registration papers of the company. Uh, so this will now begin be the beginning of what the transfer of ownership process. Uh, and at this stage, the seller will give the property papers to the uh, the land agent, okay? And then, you know, you, and at this time, you are required to make the full payment for the property. Uh, and if you are buying the property in uh, your own name, and, 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 that of, and it is together with your spouse, ask me this question, are you buying it for yourself or you're buying it in your name? Or if there is a, uh, a spouse or this potential partner which cannot, who cannot be present, and then what? You need a written and signed notarized power uh, of the attorney from them. So if there is your wife or your spouse or somebody who is buying the property with, whose name will also be on the document, you will need a notarized and signed uh, power of the attorney from them if they are not present at that office. Okay, and that is very, very crucial too. And, and a couple of their passports should be attached to this if you are buying with your spouse. If you are buying a loan, fine. If you are buying, you also consider this too. And then, um, uh, 
So this is the next step. So once you are done with it, the local administration will, will uh, which is called the Yumerenge, will take all these documents and then they will, uh, you know, will prove the application and all the documents presented and then begin the process of transfer of ownership. The process usually takes one to two weeks, it depends. But uh, in Africa, you know, anything can happen and if you want it faster, you can explain. They can do it within a week, which is uh, five working days, maximum three working days. It depends on the situation you are in. But with explanation, with the and if the verification is done smoothly and fast, and uh, because they have to verify that the documents are actually authentic and the property is actually owned by the one who is selling it to you and all this, if that is done faster, you might get it within a week. So it is very easy to own a property in Rwanda and it's very cheaper and uh, it's less expensive to do so. Uh, so this is basically uh, the reason why, the many, the very reasons why I invested in Rwanda, the political stability, you know, it's very, very important to not just go and put your money in a country where there's no stability. Maybe there's a change of power that will control the government and all the laws go out of place. And you could even lose your property or the price of the property could depreciate. And then uh, there is this government initiative of making the, uh, the environment conducive for investors, you know, supporting, making taxes lower, you know, making everything fundamentally easier for people to own properties invest in many diverse forms. often citizenship initiatives you invest to a certain amount you can get it dual citizenship and all that it makes it easier and comfortable and welcoming for investors and not only that the third reason is because of the growth and demand this country is growing at a rate of a gdp is growing at seven percent per year that is fastest in africa you hardly see that anywhere and that's a very good potential and then uh, yeah so the time is there's going to be demand for it and then the appreciation of price is going to go up and then also it is estimated that by 2030 the population will be about 20 million which is also increase the uh the demand of properties because the, the people are going to increase in number people are relocating to rwanda also from different parts of africa and other parts of the world and they're wealthy people and they're going to invest in real estate which will also uh, increase the demand of the properties and then the, another reason why I chose Rwanda is I want to be part of the growth I want to be part of this process I want to be part of a country that grew from nothing to something like as, as I mentioned earlier the early investors in Dubai are going to be proud that they invested in Dubai when no one believed in it so I want to be part of this also so basically these are things and the steps to consider when investing in Rwanda I already mentioned them. Um, the first one is you have to get a repeatable broker. And once you get a repeatable broker, you have to look at the location uh, where you want to buy the property. Once you look at the location, you have got to look at the properties. The third reason, third step is look at the properties located in that location you want to invest in. Then uh, number four is you have to ask questions, you know, and then try to find out the proof of the documents, ask the seller for the documents, or uh, if he's the actual owner of it. And then number four is, uh, num number five is, you have to make the sale contract and you make a deposit of a certain amount. And number uh, six is, you've got to go to the local uh, administration, which is the Yumeringe, and then you make all the documentation of the property transfer. And then 
you are required to provide your passport and then the, your the last step is that you send application for the application you send up you make uh, you submit an application where they will have to prove it which is one to three weeks one to two weeks depending on or the verification process and at this stage you're required to make all the make all the deposit either by bank transfer or whatever me I made a crypto transfer because the agent uh, promised the, 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 the owner of the property that he could easily cash out my USDT which is Terra stablecoin from Binance and pay him the following day and they did so which is very easy it depends on whatever some appropriate bank transfer or maybe by crypto transfer so any other means of transfer and then they are going to look at your um, you know your your identity you need your original passport if you're a foreigner and then they do maybe audit you they try to look at my or accounts if I was capable of paying for the property they had to make me transfer some of my crypto to another wallet to prove that it was mine and that crypto was actually transferable so these are very basic things that you might consider so it's the future if you have money to invest yeah why not so try it out uh, I best I, the best thing you can do is the way I did go there first and then observe the place for over a year for putting your money into I always say don't invest in something you don't understand so that's the best way so I hope this goes to help you and those who are who, who asked and then those who were already planning to ask or anybody that will ask in the future that will want to invest in Rwanda I hope this goes to help you do have a lovely year and I'll see you in the next episode Martin Satanda, signing out.